following Tila Y episode is a throwback interview that I did in the past. This will now be formatted as a podcast episode. So, uh, growing up in Laurel, uh, Prince uh, George's County, Maryland, uh, were there any like inspirations from there that made you want to pursue more in the music se- in the music scene? I, so first off, I would tell y'all something crazy. Man. I would tell y'all a funny story. So I actually grew up in Hyattsville, Maryland, which is like ten minutes from DC. And my mother actually moved to Laurel not too long after that. You know, um, probably when I was like nineteen, she moved, and then Netflix put that on. Like that, that was where I was from. So just for the world to know, you know, from Hyattsville. But um. With that being said, man, growing up in the DMV area, man, you know, um, like you said, there is inspiration like Cutiful and Rico Nasty, you know, um, to see them come up in such a place with limited opportunity, man, is an inspiration in itself, you know what I mean? Because there's so much talent in the D.C. area, Maryland area, that, you know, it's all talent or opportunity, man. If you, you want to get an opportunity, you got to go, go out of town with it, you know? Yeah, and, I know. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, you know, because uh, I know, like, back then, like, in the DMV, like, before, like, music ever rise, there weren't, like, a lot of artists that came up, just, like, R&B singers, like, I know, like, Little Mo was, like, kind of, like, famous from there, in Baltimore, uh, Cisco, Drew Hill, um, not that much uh, rappers came by so far until, like, Wale started to pop up, and, like, Fat Trail, Shy Glizzy, all those, like, other artists, like... Yes, that's how, like, it kind of, like, goes up for a bit, too. And, uh, I guess, do you feel like the media should showcase more from the DMV? Like, I know, like, that it is starting to rise up because of the whole, like, rise of, like, Shorty Shorty, Zan Man, like, the DC scene, like... Yes, sir. I, yeah. So, how do you feel about that? Oh, my bad. Um, but, no, man, I think, I think that, um... I think that the media should come around there more because you're not usually the media is in LA and New York and Atlanta and stuff like that, you know, and to an extent Houston, you know, but I, I think, it, I feel as though they should come to the DMV more often because we have so much to offer. And I, and I think we have such like a unique style and a unique swag to us and to our music form, you know, that, that it should be, it should be broadcasted more. There's barely any mainstream DMV artists, man. And, yeah. And if they are mainstream, then put on other from the DMV. You know what I mean? I feel as though we should get accredited to the talents we have, and that's that's, that's with music. Yeah, we we have a lot of athletes out here. You know, what I'm saying a lot of talented athletes. You know, like uh, football, basketball, baseball, all of that. Man, we got a lot to offer. Man, we we're all around, but it's just such a slept on area because I feel as though DC is a, a slept on major city. When people think of the city of DC, they probably think the government and the president and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But it's way more to offer, man. We have so much culture around the area, man. And yeah, I think people should check it out. Yeah. Give it a chance. I feel you. And with Zaman, you got Zaman, Money Bar, and all these young dudes representing. You know, they got the potential. They got, I think they're going to make it, man, because they got the sound that 2020 requires, man. You know, like Roddy Rich just came out with the box and, and, set, and set the standard for the, t- the 2020s, you know. So it's like Zaman and them, they're making this melodic melodic trap music, you know what I'm saying? So I feel as though they're they're blending in well and that they'll be up there so represent. True, true. I know what you mean, man. Like, I know, like, even in the food culture as well, as well as, like, uh, the dancing, too. Like, I know, like, Go-Go has been, like, a pretty popular thing in, like, D.C. And, like, I know Baltimore, 
like there is like a lot of like dancing that would go on especially even with food sometimes too like you have mumbo sauce you have like yes, chicken with in like chinese restaurants you have like like i think like uh what seafood like in baltimore and all that and i know like in va there might be like some other stuff that i don't know about like in terms of like food but like it's oh, yeah. interesting like all around either way you know we're, big, we're really big on the carry out uh <laughs> and the seafood, man, you know. You know, your sauce, you can't get that nowhere other than D.C., man, like a real deal. Real spill from up the hill, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can only get it in D.C., bro. Unless you get it on Amazon and get it sent to your house, bro. Like, it's, it's yeah, we got to come up here, man. Yeah, I feel you. So I just want to, like, talk about, like, the rise up from, like, BDX to Dawn, you know, to, like, how it all started. So, um, growing up, was there, like, a musical history and background that you've established? And, like, what inspired you to become, like, a rapper and a musician as well? Man, so, my, my, first and foremost, my grandfather on my father's side was a professional gospel singer. So, I feel like it's kind of, like, in my blood to kind of get up there and do my thing, you know? And with that being said, man, my mother's side, who I actually grew up, who I grew up knowing my whole life, they, they would have, like, they're, they're really into the, you know, church stuff, and they're really musically inclined, they all play these instruments, they play piano, and guitar, any instrument you can name, they're playing, bro, and like, growing up, I'm, I'm it could be like a family reunion, or, you know, just like a gathering or something at somebody's house, and man, they're always playing that piano, and they're always having these jam sessions, when it's all said and done, you know, we're, we're there for an extra two hours, you know, so, it's like people, you know, they, they I've kind of been around it my whole life, like seeing, that's how I got my love for music, because I, I just love what it sounded like, you know, and then, um, it extended to school, actually, because <clears throat> one day, in fourth grade, like, I tried to get out of class, and then the chorus director came in, and he was just like, if you want to get out of class, come with me. And then I got, happily got up and went with him, you know, so that kind of just enhanced, you know, being a chorus those couple years, man, you know, it just kind of enhanced my, my love for music. And, you know, a certain artists that I would listen to coming up, that would, you know, that I would love to listen to as well. You know, that made me love music, too. I just play the songs over and over again. Yeah, I feel you, man. You know, and, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting, but, like, how did you get your name, like, BDX the Dawn? Like, is there, like, a little history beyond it, or was it just kind of, like, made in a short time? Because, like, there might be yes, some... So, 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 with that being, my bad, bro, but uh, with that being said, man, uh, I feel as though, I feel as though if you're going to do this, man, you got to earn your name, you know? I feel like you just can't sit in your, sit in your apartment or in your house come up with some random name that you're going to start rapping by. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, so I feel like you got to earn it. So, like, with that being said, man, when I was coming up, I was eight years old, and unfortunately, my father passed away. So, with that being said, my uncle, my mother's brother, he was kind of like that father figure in my life that would come around. He from D.C., you know what I'm saying? He's from D.C. Um, they used to call him Don P. around there, you know? They used to call him Don P. He had a lot of respect around there. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, he was like, man, I see a lot of potential in you, shorty. Like, um, you're going to be the next Don. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be the next generation Don. That's what he always used to tell me since I was a kid growing up. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? He, he would always say, you're the Don, man. You're the Don. Get that in your head right now. 
So I'm walking around the school and shit, acting like I'm the Don, you know what I'm saying? Thinking I'm Don Corleone or something. Like, shit like that. So everybody else around the way, now they calling me the Don. They know this nigga the Don. You know, this, yeah, Brandon the Don. And, you know, I, I can't get out my full government, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, the D is uh, my middle name, you feel me? So it's just kind of like DD, you know? And then at the X, <clears throat> the X, um, my original rap name was Triple X, you know, because I was so hardcore. And just just spitting that raw shit. Like, like porno, it's Triple X, right? So, I mean, like, I was spitting that raw shit. Like, it was rated X, you know? So, that's where the X come from. You know, so it's like BD, my first two initials, and then X, because it's, it's raw, you know what I mean? And then the Don is like a shout-out to my uncle, you know, because it was passed down to me. And I earned that name, the Don, you know, because I'm a boss. I'm, I'm like, like Quavo say, I'm the huncho, you know what I'm saying? I'm the one that's the leader that, that looks out for everybody else, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I carry everything. You know, I handle a lot of the business, so I am the Don. I feel you, man. And nah, it's a pretty interesting name, and like, with the history, like, it is, like, very dope as well, and... Uh, you know, just, like, looking into your catalog before, like, interviewing you, like, I've listened to the King of Hearts album, just after finding you out from, like, uh, uh, the Rhythm and Flow show on Netflix, and it's a pretty, like, dope EP, and, like, just everything just seems to connect, like, especially with, like, the Marriott track, and, like, Caked Up, even though it's, like, not on the project, too, and then there is, like, some songs about, like, Love, too, which is kind of, like, interesting as well, so, speaking about your album, tell me about the, or, like, the EP, tell me about the creative process in the project and what inspired you to make it. Man, shout out, shout out. First and foremost, man, I want to thank you for reaching out and, you know, seeing my name and face on the screen and actually taking the time to look me up, you know what I mean? That's love right there, man. And I really appreciate that, first and foremost. And with that being said, man, like, first and foremost, shout out to that man, Genuine, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're familiar with Genuine, right? Yeah, yeah, and no, I've listened to him before in the past. He's very amazing yeah. all around, you know? He really is. So with that being said, man, it's kind of a shout-out to my moms, you know, because when I was growing up, she would always play, like, R&B and shit. So with that being said, man, like, she, she would play this one album called 100% Genuine, you know? And then it was him going, it was kind of him going through it with his girl and stuff. Like, it was like a story behind it, you know? <clears throat> It's like, he had, like, these phone calls and interludes and stuff in there and stuff like that. I'm just, he was going through with girls and his girlfriend accusing him of cheating on the phone and stuff like that. So it was just like, wow, that, that would be a dope concept. Because I, I just started traveling and I'm dealing with a lot of women at this point. You know, I'm going to be honest. Like, I have my faith, bro. Like, and I'm the king of hearts because I felt as though I had a lot of people's heart in my hands. You know, so I had to... It was my discretion what was going to happen with those hearts. You know, so that's why I call it the King of Hearts. That's why I call myself the King of Hearts. And now that's a nickname that people call me, you know, because I had that phase when I was just, <laughs> people was at my knees pretty much, you know what I'm saying, with, my, with, my, with their hearts in my hands. You know, I could do whatever. Like, if I was going to break it, I was going to break it. If I was going to, you know, pursue them, I was going to keep pursuing them and, and, and making sure that I cared for their hearts as much as I possibly could. So with that being said, man, like, yeah, there are voicemails that I put in there. It was kind of like my 100% genuine, 
you know, because I just started traveling, dealing with different women, and, you know, it was me telling my story about life on the road, like, life traveling and stuff like that, and my voice is kind of cracking right now. Yeah, I know what you mean, man, I feel you. But, um, yeah, man, so it's pretty much just me telling my story, man, about, you know, the women I'm dealing with, and, you know, how, what I usually go through, like, girls want to go to the club, or girls want me to fly them out somewhere, you know? Stuff like that, and you'll you hear that if you. I mean, you listen to that album, man. I'm pretty sure you heard yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah, I've heard like a lot of stuff. It's actually like kind of interesting too. Like even with the voicemails, even like the messages beyond it, like it's deep in life, you know. So like I know what you mean. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. So that's the King of Hearts, and, it, and to be honest with you, man, it, I didn't execute it the way I wanted to. So there will be a King of Hearts too, possibly. All right, man. And, uh, I mean, like, furthermore, after, like, the album, like, it kind of, like, led to, like, a good opportunity for you, which I'd like to discuss as well. So, I mean, since, like, Rhythm and Flow was released and you did the Atlanta audition, uh, what was, what was the experience, uh, like, for you when you auditioned, when you auditioned in Stepford to, like, the Atlanta stage, where you performed for, like, T.I., Quavo, and, like, Big Boy? <laughs> Yo, it was the dopest experience I've ever had in my 21 years of life. Like, literally. Like, I, I thought it was a scam when they called me. Because I got a phone call from a producer. And he was like, man, I need you to audition from, for the show. And I was just like, he couldn't tell me all the details at first. And I was just like, man, audition for the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is this a scam? I'm thinking, is it a scam? And stuff like that, man. Because you don't just get calls like that and stuff. So... With that being said, man, I, I just went ahead and did it. I said, oh, what the hell do I have to lose? I'm not going to make it <clears throat> if I don't sign up. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather sign up and not make it. And at least I tried. Instead of just not putting my name in the ballot at all, having no chance at all, you know? So I, I went ahead and I, I auditioned, put my stuff in. <clears throat> and then I got a call like a month later. They was like, yo, BDX, bro, we think your music is dope. And we want you on the show. Like, so we're flying you to Atlanta in like two weeks. And I was just like, oh shit, is this a scam? And then, no, it wasn't a scam, man. They called me, they FaceTimed me. And there's all these people, man. <coughs> they're, they're in the Netflix office. So I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so I knew it was official. But I didn't know what the show was about, though. It was just like, it's about hip hop, showcasing your skills, shit like that. So I'm just like, all right, man. So they flew me out to Atlanta. I met all these dope artists, first of all. Shout out to, like, Kendra Man and Bad News and London B and all of them, man. Shout out to all of them. Like, they're dope. And I still think they're dope. Two Library, I hope to work with them someday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So I, I flew out to Atlanta. And I was actually the first person that they called on stage from backstage. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing Quavo. I'm seeing T.I. I'm seeing Big Boy. It's, like, the most intimidating shit you could possibly see, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Just being in front of, like, all these celebrities, as well as, like, DJ Holiday, like, a well-known, like, Atlanta DJ, like, that's crazy, you know? And, like, auditioning next to, like, several other, like, artists, like, what, like, London B and Troyman and, like, Two Live Bree, like, it's crazy that you went from, like, sitting down with them to, like, them actually, like, going to, like, the next round, you know? It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it really is. Like, when I saw how the show came out, how it progressed, I was really proud of them, bro. Like, I was really proud of how far they got. I actually wanted one of them to win. Now, I'm, I'm going to be a little biased. Shout out to D-Smoke, you know what I'm saying? But, like, 
I don't want to buy people to do it. You know, like, I did me and Troy, man. Me and Troy, man, actually talked before I went on stage. Because we was in, we was like, she called my name, Troy, man's name, and some other girl's name. Um, and me and Troy, man, were kind of talking before I went on. They called my name first. He was like, yeah, man, just go out there and just have fun. Like, just have fun with it. So I, I went out there. I had fun, bro. But <laughs> I'm an athlete, so I was kind of bouncing around a little too much, as y'all saw. Man. So I'm an athlete. So I get hyped up. I get hyped up. Like, I, like for real. Like, <laughs> you know yeah, I know what you so, mean, man. Yeah, man, but TV, the thing about TV, man, is they edit it however the hell they, they want to edit it. Because you know? T.I. said way more than what he said. <laughs> he was like, man, I, I think it's dope, man, but I can't even hear what you're saying because you're bouncing around, man. You're not taking breaths. Quavo was like, yeah, man, just space out your, your breaths. Get more breaths in so you can, you know, say your lyrics so they can hear you. You know, at the T.I. was just kind of like, man, I'm going to keep the champagne cold for we, we, we get to the top type shit. Yeah. You will get to the top. Yeah, I feel you, man. And I, that, that was, that meant, yeah, that meant, because the, they had my lyrics right in front of their faces. So they knew what the hell I was saying. They just wanted to see how I would, how I would execute it, you feel me? Yeah, I feel you, man. They had my lyrics right there on a piece of paper, bro. Like, they saw what I was saying. So they knew it was dope, you know what I'm saying? But they was just like, the performance aspect, you just got to, you know, get, get it better. And with that being said, man, like, since that date, I guarantee you I won't be bouncing around again. <laughs> well, how many rappers can you say got feedback from T.I. Quavo and Big Boy? Like, Not a lot, you know? And even, like, having, like, their, like, impact, you know, it's a big thing, you know, because... Not a, not a lot of people have that chance. Like I know, like there's artists like um, Made Music Kelly who like free like he would freestyle to like rappers like all around in like hotels and malls and all that. And like you don't know if, if you get like feedback from there or not. And like there's like some people that would have the chance, like they would have the connection, but then they would ne- never get the feedback too. But like just going on stage, seeing all three of them having this so much experience and this much profession, you know, like. It's crazy to see that, like, the, the advice that they give you can actually help, like, a long way because they've been through that experience as well, you know? Oh, yeah, without a doubt, man. It's a blessing. People see it as, you know, some people laugh. Some people, you know, some people know what it is, you know. Some people see the opportunity for what it is. Some people are like, oh, T.I. told this nigga he can't rap. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't even matter, bro. Like, I, you, got yourself to, you got yourself in front of T.I., you know what I'm saying? That's how I see it. Like I hustled my way all the way to TI. Like that's 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 a blessing, bro. You know? Yeah, I know. It's it was a great experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, did, did you feel like that that it made like an impact towards the music that you've released now versus before, as well as like performing on stage? Because I know like after you have that advice, you would usually want to shape it shape up like your craft and all that and like even if you have like shows coming your way and you perform like having that advice would usually shape that up like do you feel like it kind of made that impact oh without a doubt without a doubt because <clears throat> you know i was kind of i'm not gonna lie bro i was kind of had i'm not gonna say i was half assing it because i was working my ass off but, but it made me hungrier like when he told me that and i saw the show i saw how the show went i was like oh now nah, bro like i'm going harder bro like i got because I, I naturally come up with these crazy bars, but, like, <clears throat> I, I I wanted to go way harder than everybody else. It's like, man, I'm about to make the dopest, the dopest music. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making no mediocre shit. If I feel anything is mediocre, it's not even going out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, I want to go harder. Like, 
because it's doable. Like anything is possible, bro. Like I didn't. My mother used to tell me that when I was growing up. I didn't believe it, you know. And I don't think no kids are gonna believe it until they actually until they actually start getting rewarded for their hard work. You know what I mean? Yeah. They start realizing, damn, I, I worked hard for this. I deserve this. I deserve to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I worked hard to get here. Like, with that being said, man, like, that's how it changed, man. It made me realize that anything's possible and I can go anywhere. It made me realize that I was special because it was thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that applied and I got chosen. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like I'm special in some regard. It just made me realize a lot of different things, man. And um, <clears throat> that makes me want to go harder. Now, that, that gave me the, the ammo I needed to be like, I got a chance to make it in this industry. Because they love my sound. Yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, even, like, especially, like, after the release, because I knew, like, it was released in around September, October, October, like, on Netflix. Um, what was the uh, impact, uh, like, for you once it was uh, finally released? And did you ever receive, like, any recognition, criticism, or other, like, impacts? Like, you know, like, more show bookings or, like, more features from artists and all that? Right. And to be honest... <clears throat> Like, I, this is one of the main reasons, like, me and my, my ex broke up. Um, I I didn't originally see, when it first dropped, I was I was looking forward to it. You know, I was already telling people, hey, man, like, yo, I'm about to be on this Netflix show, blah, blah, blah. Like, they like, oh, shit, for real? Like, everybody around the way, they proud. You know, it's going to be the haters, too. But, you know, everybody, they proud of me, you know. Oh, shit, B. And now the word spreading out. B going to be on Netflix, bro. When the show come out, bro? When the show come out? So the show finally came out October, and I was kind of skimming through it at first. And, you know, I got my little 10 seconds of fame. It's not like I got, like, a lot a lot of time on there. But um, I was kind of skimming through it to see if I saw my face. And I'm mad, man, because I, I, I don't see myself. I went through the whole episode. I ain't even see myself, bro. You know what I mean? Originally. So I'm heated. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm very mad, bro. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm heated, like, cause I'm I'm building up all this hype, and that shit ain't even come through. So my 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 associate and my advisor, I told him, I said, man, we ain't even fucking make it, bro. You know what I'm saying? And he texted me. He was like, bro, what do you mean? You're on there. <laughs> and then he sent me the file, and I was already mad at my my girl, and you know, my girl at the time, she didn't give me that emotional support that I needed. You know, so I felt as though like it was no purpose. So we broke up, yeah, but. With that being said, man, my my advisor when like he sent me the clip of me on the show, I was like, oh shit, nameless face, bro. It says BDX the dog. They really had me fucked up with that Laurel thing, though. <laughs> 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 yeah, really yeah, up, I feel you. But yeah. it's whatever, though. You know, what I'm saying I can cope with it because I'm being seen by millions. I mean, you get, like, some revenue either way, you know, because I think, like, with other people that were on the show, too, I mean, even with artists, too, like, you might get, like, some revenue, like, if, you know, you make it, like, 10 seconds, you know, like, maybe not as much money as, like, other people, but, like, hey, you you know, you get, like, a little money here and there from, like, streaming, from all that type of stuff, too, so, yeah. Yeah, that's dope, bro. Yeah. And with that being said, man, um, of course I got criticism, you know, I got little girls commenting on that shit. His performance is trash. Some people, it's going to be mixed reviews with anything you do in this industry, bro. If you can't handle it, you, you shouldn't do this. You know, it should, all the comments should roll off your back like water off of a duck's back, you know? 
So with that being said, like little girls would comment, "Oh, your tr- your your performance is trash," and there would be some people that comment on my music videos and be like, "Bro, like I saw the look in your eyes, like you have it, bro. Something about you, like that just that just made me want to reach out to you and stuff like that." And then you got people DMing me like, "Bro, dope, dope music." You know what I'm saying? Ti was tripping, blah blah blah. I, I don't think Ti was tripping, you know. But you know, people gonna say what they say. You know, it's just an opinion. Yeah. So I'm getting all this recognition, you know, goes around the way. Everybody like, yo, that's dope as fuck, bro. Everybody want to be my man's now, you know, everybody. Bro, when are you coming back home? You know what I'm saying? We got to link up, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was like a little buzz for a quick second. And I capitalized off that buzz. I dropped the freestyle that the baby is bop, <clears throat> bop song. And, you know, I was like, this is the first song I'm dropping since I've been on national television. So it's like, now it has to be fired. You feel me? So I dropped it. And everybody loved it, you know. So it's just like it was a little buzz. It felt good. It made me hungry, you know. Yeah, I feel you, man. I want to fake love. Everybody's <laughs> there for your congratulations, yeah. but nobody's there for the support, though. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. And I mean, like, since it was like held in like Atlanta, like at the time, I don't know if you managed to stay in Atlanta after the audition for like music purposes, or if you just went back to like the DMV for a bit to just work from there. Because, like, uh, I know, like, in the other question, I said, like, if you did stay in Atlanta, how was, like, the city, like, in terms of, like, music, networking, and so forth, like... Right. Yeah, so how do you feel about that? Um, so, actually, I stayed in Atlanta probably for, like, a week after that, and I was going to the colleges, because my man goes to Morehouse, Shadow Ivory, by the way, and yes, if you can, put that in the interview. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, shout out my boy, man, but, um, with that being said, man, like, he would let me stay over, you know, because <clears throat> he knew that I was a hungry artist. He was actually supposed to come with me to the performance with Ti, but they decided too late that they didn't. That uh, at first they didn't want to go, but they decided later on that, oh yeah, we want to go now. And then the producers were like, it's too late to bring guests, so it was just like, damn. But um. Yeah, he let me stay, man. You know me, I'm a hustler, bro. You know, I was a hustler since I was a kid. I'm consistently talking to people, trying to find out who they are. You never know who you're encountering on a daily basis, you know? So I'm talking to people at the Cheesecake Factory, my guy, telling them where I'm from, telling them what I just did, you know? And they, um, oh, I'm a producer, or I know a producer, blah, 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 and blah, 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 and stuff like that. <clears throat> and that's after the show was shot. So that's probably in December of 2018 and um, I'm just talking to these people man getting as many connections as possible because that's another key to making it in the DMV you have to be different bro you have to stand out like if you consistently use like I mean DMV producers are great right and we have our local sound but I know that's I want to I want to be different you know like I got producers from Houston and all in Atlanta and, and Florida and stuff like that. Like I, I have a couple DMV producers, but I utilize like the Southern guys as well. You know what I mean? And put the DMV flow on it, you know, because that's that unique sound. And um, I, I've just been meeting producers and stuff, man, and meeting engineers, and meeting different artists and stuff like that. I'm just networking down there. That's all I'm doing, and it's a beautiful experience because everybody down there is just so open. You know, they're so open and they want to see you win as well. They don't even know what the hell your last name is. Yeah. And they want you to win. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a different vibe. Whereas every 
everybody. I'm not gonna say everybody in the DMV. I mean, but where I'm from, like everybody's kind of like, oh, if you're not my gang, nigga, then fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is up there. Yeah. And I mean, it's universal though. You know, it's everywhere. But I mean, like they're kind of more open in the south to give you more information and help you and send you in the right direction type shit. It's the hospitality. So I love that Atlanta, man. I wish I could go back. Yeah. But, yeah. It's a beautiful experience, man. Yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, during your time in Atlanta, did you manage to, like, check out some other stuff, too? Like, the strip clubs, uh, Galleria Mall? I think... I think that... Oh, no, Lenox Mall, because Galleria's in, like, Houston. So, like, there's, like, Lenox Mall, and then I think, like, um... Some other nice stuff, too, like, uh, the A-Tracks and, like, all the other stuff, too. Did you manage to check that out? So, at the time, I was in Atlanta. I was a 19-year-old kid. So, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, they wouldn't allow me to, you know, get into anywhere, like, the bars or clubs or anything. But I did love the, the college culture, though. Uh, you know, shout-out to Ashley and all of them and Spelman, man, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know, I you know they showed me love, bro. Like I met Spellman, I met Morehouse partying with them. Parlay, it was homecoming weekend one time. You know, I love their culture down there, man. I love it. I love Atlanta. I love it. Like went on a couple of dates out there, man. I'm still, I still need to get to that strip club, though. Yeah, you know I'm, what I'm saying, I still need to get there. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, in a couple of years, like, that could work out, you know, because I know, like, you'd have to be, like, what, 21 or 22 to go to the club, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, you 21 everywhere, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man, yo. So, like, just uh, concluding on to, like, the music, um, oh, are you, like, so were you influenced by, like, many artists or genres, like, uh, coming up in the game, and... You know, like, maybe in the future, would you ever work with, like, a certain artist, like, someday? Or, like, do you know, like, a certain artist that you'd want to work with or do, like, a feature with? Oh, man. I'm glad you asked me that, that question, bro, because <clears throat> growing up, you know, I, 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 you know, when you don't have a father in your life, you know, you're looking anywhere for, like, a role model, you know. And that's, that could be good, that could be bad, because you can end up in the wrong person's hands, you know what I mean? So it's like... <clears throat> For me, of course, I idolized my uncle. That was in my life. But I also idolized, like, artists from back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Notorious Biggie Smalls, Tupac Shakur, Nas, Nasir Jones, you know what I'm saying? Jay-Z, stuff like that. Snoop Dogg. You know, these 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 guys can't do no wrong in my eyes. I'm 10 years old saying, fuck bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, so they had a big influence on me. And the influence that the greats had on me, I'm not going to say that they're, they're I'm, I'm basing my music off of them. But I will say that I, I, I made a promise to the greats that I would never make no shitty music. You know what I mean? They make me want to be great. Like, they want me to keep, I love hip-hop, bro. Like, they make me want to, keep hip-hop alive and i'm not saying that i'm gonna be like kendrick or jake cole but the lyrics i do say out of my mouth i would never dumb it down or try to blend in with like the mumble or the whatever whatever's going on you know what i'm saying like i'm i'll forever say my story as the greats did i will give you my perspective you know what i'm saying that's that's the promise i kind of made to myself you know um so 50 Cent, 50 Cent also had a big influence on me. 
especially my style back in the day. I'm like 10 years old, uh, 13 years old, going to school with a, you know what I'm saying, with a do-rag going on in a hat. You feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> small stuff like that. Like, just lets you know that you've been influenced by somebody. Like, I'm watching the Candy Shop video at five years old, stuff like that, man. I love what I'm seeing, bro. Like, <clears throat> it, it was, it's, it's coming up. Those are who I looked up to, those guys. And then as I got older, <clears throat> you know, I just kind of tried it myself. I was just like, man, let me try it out. My first song with nobody will ever hear. <laughs> I promise you, bro, nobody will ever hear that first song I made, ever. I'm still trying to figure out how to delete a certain certain thing off the internet, but I uh, yeah, I dropped it. I started rapping myself, man, and I kept writing and kept writing. And my shit just kept getting better, bro. Yeah. Uh, and with that being said, I would love to work with. Right now, I love to work with Migos, like Offset, especially, especially Offset. That's my favorite Migo right now. Sorry, Quavo. Sorry, Takeoff, but Offset. I think Offset is very dope. I actually would work with Gucci Mane too. I think Gucci Mane is very dope. You know what I'm saying? He brings a certain flavor to a song that not a lot of men can bring. You know, Key Glock, uh, especially the baby. Like the baby, I would love to work with the baby, bro. Like I think, I think the baby's very dope. You know, I, I love and his beat style is like very dope. So I feel as though like I would easily rip one of those. Like I was like, man, the baby put me on a song, man. Put Don Dada on the track, man. Like. Yo, like we would kill that shit, bro. Like for real. <laughs> so he's probably at the top. Him and him and Offset are probably the top of my list. But Gucci man, Key Glock, they're in there too for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. R&B artists too. You know, I work with R&B artists, but especially those rappers though. True, man. I mean, like at the baby feature, or like even like an offset feature right now, like that can make noise for like twenty twenty. You know, because I know like the baby is like working with like every other artist, and like I think like his booking price is like what like a hundred k for a feature, which seems pretty dope. Like I think because he's been famous for a while now, like. But, like, he's still down to, like, working with, like, you know, smaller acts and all that. Like, whoever has, like, the money, like, that could be pretty good, too. And, like, Offset, you know, I feel like Offset's also the same, too. Like, I think, like, having, like, all free Migos would be too expensive. But, like, Offset, you know, like, I think he'd be affordable, too. So, either way. Without a doubt. Yeah, man. And it will get to that point. I'm going to go ahead and stamp that right now. That was a DMV term. I will, like, stamp. I'm stamping that, like. That's that's bar, bro. Like that's official. I'm making that official. Like my word is being born right now. True, true. That's what happened, bro. All right, man. So just to like end off the interview, um, what are your plans for like this year in terms of like music, other creative projects, and like so forth? And do you have like any other like final words that you would like to say for any creative or any person like pursuing their dreams? So. 2020 is going to be a crazy year. That's what I'll say. 2020 is going to be a crazy year. We got two dope. We got like four dope projects coming out, man. You know, and shout out, shout out to the to the lady in my life right now. Cause she, she's keeping me on the straight path. bro. <laughs> like she says, you're doing too much, too many things at one time. So I'm focusing one thing at a time right now. But I will say that right now I am working on a project, an album, you know, so I will be putting out an album this year. We'll be back, man. I'm shooting for the stars with this one. I'm shooting for the stars. I'm skipping the local artists. 
stage. I'm going straight, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, straight to the top with this one. So we're taking our time, making the quality product, because that's all that matters at the end of the day. And then there will, of course, be videos with that and vlogs and stuff like that, man. So just stay tuned because the dance rounds is coming. Anybody that think they're at the top right now, you know, shout out to y'all. But we are coming just to let everybody know, you know, this, this is a warning. And this is a, no, nah, it's just a warning. That's all it is. But um, with that being said, man, if I had to tell anything to a person that wants to do this or do anything, it could be anybody. Man, just work hard because anything is possible. Chase your dreams. Don't live your life for anybody else. Live your life for yourself. Don't try to impress everybody else because you got one time to do this life thing. You know what I'm saying? So just chase your dreams. Whatever you feel is, I know you're going to be scared, but just work hard, bro. Like, it's not impossible. You got to meet the right people. You know what I'm saying? Find your own lane. Find who you are and be yourself unapologetically. You know what I'm saying? Keep your energy positive. Pray to God if you believe in that. You know what I'm saying? Because I do. And, and it works. You know? So all that being said, man, that's that's what I got to say to the people, man. And I really appreciate you for the interview, man. Like, for real. Yeah, but 